Aldovia is a baffling place. I have never, ever in my existence seen such a nest of misguided artists and corrupt politicians. Oh, one decade it's improv comedy, another it's week-long operas, last I heard they were really into body painting, but they are always culturally obsessed with some sort of art. No one takes life seriously there. I'm generalizing, of course, but cities do have personalities, and Aldovia is the class clown. Oh, it's a funny concept, but real people live real lives there. And when no one takes a person's life seriously, when everything's a statement and nothing's a fact, well, things can go dark in an instant. Let's do recap per character, so I'll start. So Jubble Bellringer lives in Liblowak Church as the Bellringer there. Um, and he really enjoys theater but kind of takes the wrong messages from them, which is why he's decided to set up a sham marriage to his good friend, the Bird Wacom. Um, let's see. He tried to pull his friend, um, the groundkeeper, Balm, into organizing the wedding. But the last we saw of him, he was supposed to go down to the wedding, but had lost uh, the marriage certificate that he had forged. Uh, so Baum is, of course, the groundskeeper of Libloac Church. Uh, he is personally an adherent of the Dancing God, but mostly through observation. And he's been tripping over his own feet to put together a sham of a marriage ceremony. Uh, and... Uh, like Jebel, uh, he is a frequent attendee of all sorts of theater shows, um, and while not very artic articulate, he perhaps has a better understanding of the scene. Yes. Um, also, in that very last scene, he'd managed to pass off yes. the onus of running the wedding. Right, he, he managed to find an actual uh, priest of the dancing god, um, uh, someone with more uh, formal and knowledgeable yes. faith, which is, of course, um, Lord Thimbasil. Thimblesil, <laughs> sorry. Um, and uh, Thimblesil, uh, as an adherent of the Dancing God, has a very, very tall hat, um, which is, to an extent, bewitched, uh, and dancing figures prominently in marriage ceremonies in the Church of the Dancing God. Baum is also the bastard brother of Takum. So Takum <laughs> uh, works on the street as magician with Wacom as part of Wacom and Takum uh, in order to drum up business for their very real magic shop um, wherein they've been trying to get 
into Lord Thimbistle's acting troupe for diplomatic immunity in order to sell all those things legally. Um, and they actually did make it into it by impressing Lord Thimbistle with a hat trick. Um, how, <laughs> however, Lord Thimbistle asked, um, asked them to do uh, him a favor as part of the group to battle uh, uh, the tragic comic wizard Pemboid um, as part of an uh, improv theater show. Um, theater duel. Theater duel. <laughs> um, because we can't do anything easy. Sorry. Wherein we are probably going to die. Oh, we also brought a uh, raven back to life on accident with an eldritch uh, staff that we didn't know did stuff. I think you knew it was dangerous magic. You just didn't want to use it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I don't know if Wacom really knows very much about the whole magic business in the first place. I think he's, he's, because he can't do sleight of hand. He's a, he's got, he's got claws and stuff, you know? Um, anyways, so Wacom's had a weird day. Uh, <laughs> uh, got, tri- got roped into this whole wedding thing with, uh, with his good friend Jubble. And I don't think Wacom really gets what's, what Jubble's about right now, because, I mean, they want to get out of this thing. This is a bad idea. Um, there's that. Let's see what happened today. Yeah, I mean, we we put on the show. We brought back that uh that sexy raven. Um, and it's real fucking strange. I, but I mean, it, it's all yeah. right. It works. It's cool. Um, uh, Wacom will. Yeah, you and the raven do seem somewhat infatuated. Uh, yeah, Wacom will will take what he can get. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> I think I think everything's sort of been gone over already. All right. Um, yeah. Um, the last scene ended with Wacom trying to break into Jubble's room as Jubble desperately searched for a marriage certificate. Um, also, our tilt, so things that we should bring into the second half if we need to, is, um, that somebody panics and that a stupid plan is executed to perfection. So just keep those in mind. Okay, and I have the first scene. And now that we go into Act 2, whatever dice you get, you keep. You don't give it away. Hmm. So, I think this scene is a flashback um, to the performance the previous night where Lord Thimbleseal's hat had just been upended and dozens and dozens of important papers had fallen out before you performed your trick. And Thimbleseal was so imp- impressed by your trick that he wasn't mad at you for that we established that but i think we jump back and we see that jubble is rummaging through all the papers that have fallen down onto the ground because you know he's one of the people who sits on the ground right up next to the stage and he's searching for a blank marriage certificate but since the scene is just kind of him looking through papers can each of you tell me one important paper that jubble finds Something to do with Thimblesill being, um, uh, being, uh, Taco Man Bomb's dad. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yes, so he pulls up the first thing, sees it's a birth certificate, and is about to throw it away, and then notices, um, the name, uh, Takum on it. And, uh, did Bomb just choose the last name Stuz? 
Uh, or was that a given name? It was given to him by his predecessor, Groundskeeper. Gosh. Okay, so what it is is that... I've got a thing for Groundskeepers in these stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he finds a birth certificate um, about the birth of twins. A boy and a girl. Uh, of course, sent off to the orphanage together because they were born out of... Uh, legally binding marriage in the in the Church of the Dance. Which, you know, I don't think most people care too much about that, but the people, someone who takes the Church of the Dance as seriously as Thimblesill, and who's as traditional as him, you know, he won't accept anything other than the two-step. What's another paper he finds? Um, um, oh, okay, so because Thimblesill has some uh police jurisdiction over this section of the city uh he has uh correspondence from the local magistrate instructing him to send some of his troop to apprehend Jubble for tax evasion <laughs> <laughs> yeah Jubble has that um uh... A certificate that ordains him able to marry. Human and avian yeah. subjects. <laughs> only those. <laughs> yes. But only those two. It's a license to marry humans, avians, comma, humans and avians. And uh, he does find a marriage certificate um, between, uh, I think between Pemboid and some other person whose name I'll come up with at some point. It doesn't really matter because Jubble has immediately crossed them out. And we flash back to the present where he's desperately searching through the papers. And I need someone to give me a good dice or a bad dice to figure out which of these papers he ends up grabbing. Ooh. We've got a lot of bad dice. My vote's bad dice. Bad dice. Bad die. And this is... I was gonna say I was gonna say good, cause then cause if we run out of good dice now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This this is true. I feel like we need to save one. Okay. Uh so this is... have a good die. Oh, okay. I was really expecting a bad die from that. <laughs> and that he was going to march down thinking he had a marriage certificate, but it was actually the thing of warrant for his arrest. <laughs> have a bad die. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 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 if y'all are cool with that that's what, <laughs> that's how that scene ends with um he's managed to wrestle away from walk grab the paper and run no he, he grabs the paper and walk yes <laughs> if you're okay with that Evan. <laughs> he, he, because ah! you can't you, you need your bride yep he races down the stairs that's the end of that scene. <laughs> uh, wait is is Wacom on that arrest warrant? Um, I don't know. Did you commit tax fraud with me? Is it? I mean, I figure we're we're in this arranged marriage thing, so no, it's no, mutually no. beneficial, okay. right? So, Thimbasil's authority to marry avians is religious, but he doesn't have legal authority over avians. I was just gonna say, do avians can avians commit tax fraud? 
yes, but you have to go through the. Yeah, no, yeah. the bird law. No, you, you'd have to. You need Charlie Kelly. You'd have to go to the uh, what you call it? You have to. No, no, it's uh, the bird court. It's the, uh... Oh gosh, uh, you'd have to go through the local avian consul. Okay. Oh, that's very good. Um, kind of want to see a Wacom at the avian consulate. <laughs> Um, but the problem is Wacom doesn't speak bird. <laughs> well, and and no, no, that's that's the trouble with the avian console. No one never. Well, okay, so how would that work? How about this scene of Wacom at the avian console trying to get um the bird ambassador's assistance in springing, I guess, his fiance from jail due to bird immunity. <laughs> I th- Wait, I thought that Wacom did not want to marry me. I, yeah, I did, but you being in jail isn't good either. You're still my friend and stuff. <gasps> Trouble is an awful friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I think I know what I want the scene to be. I want it to be Wacom and the the raven just, like, decompressing. <laughs> be like, like, this has been a fucking day. <laughs> oh boy, I get to do that raven voice again. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> Hope your throat don't die. <laughs> no parents. Okay, so where are we? Well, we're outside the avian consulate. <laughs> what? <sighs> Sometimes I just don't know. I don't even... It seems like... It seems like things just happen. They just... They just unfold. and And I'm like... I'm like under the rug, you know, like the, the someone's rolling out a carpet and I'm just underneath it. I don't know what I don't know what I'm supposed to do now, really. You have great this power. Oh, well, I mean, no, I'm I'm a bird. You brought me to life. <laughs> That's true. Hey, speaking of which, um. Well, after this is all over, I was wondering uh, if uh, you want to get, a, like, some bird seed or something? I have not eaten on this mortal plane. That would be nice. Great, yeah. Um, how, like, yeah, uh, like, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow evening or something? We could, uh, yeah, we could go up to the, um, the, the coop and, uh, yeah, just have some dinner, you know? You must teach me what it is to be mortal. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. I can, um... But anyways, uh, back to my problems right now. The the thing is, I don't know what to do with my friend Jubble, because he's... He's all locked up, but he's being an idiot. What would you do? Probably eat his eyes. But that's just me, you know? Right. Huh. What What do you think that would do in this scenario? I don't know, I'm just hungry. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Oh, we could get something now if you wanted to. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah, they've got they've got really good seed in the in the consulate. Do not worry about your friend. Yeah. Yeah, I won't. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's just he'll be in, he'll be in there for a little while. He'll clear his head. He'll get out. It's fine. Right. Okay. 
And there's a good um, die for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, things are looking okay for Washington. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call that then. All right. So I think Taco is is yelling outside of the Avian Consulate. Wacom! Scare scary raven thing. What? We need to talk about this whole uh duel thing where we're gonna maybe die. Is uh I really want to know if that the raven thing is trying to eat people right now. Um, the raven's trying to hold it together, but also Aww. it was a dead raven, so it you know it and it's inhabited by something, you know. <laughs> But it's keeping it yeah. together because it really likes Wacom and it doesn't want to make a scene. Oh, Yeah, uh, I, I think they're probably having... There's, like, in the Avon Consulate, of course, there's just, like, a big, like, bird feed area on, like, the, the like on a terrace up there or something. Um, and I, the two of them are just... Or at least Wacom is just munching away, having Am a grand I... old time. Just okay, hold on a minute! Just, I can't just walk into the Avon Consulate. Down. I'm not exactly a bird. Oh, right. Hold on. I'll come down. Let's see. Bomb just sort of had tagged along. You does have diplomatic immunity. Us. You're right. I just walk into the avian (laughs) (laughs) consulate like, hell yeah, it doesn't matter if I'm a bird or not. I'm here. (laughs) Wait, it doesn't apply because Lord What's-His-Face doesn't have jurisdiction over the avians. Do I hear that, or do I just am I just walking into the Avian Consulate? I think you're just walking into the Avian Consulate. Birds about, squawking, screeching, squawking, screeching. I'm like walking very proudly into the Avian Consulate. Like no, nothing can touch me. A chicken walks in front of you, stares up at you, in like a very confrontational I manner. I look down at it, and I, I just kind of stick my tongue out at it and keep walking. The, the chicken <laughs> harumphs as you go by. Uh, Wacom meets you in the stairwell. Hey, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the middle of something right, right now. But remember the whole thing where we might die. I think that's a little important. Yeah, but I'm kind of in the middle of something right okay, now. I know you got a crush on the weird raven thing, but we really need to talk about what we're going to do so we don't die. Okay. Can we make it? Can we do it? Can we do it fast? Sure. Let's quickly talk about what we're going to do in order to prevent our death. Look, we've, we've been, been fine, this, fine whole this whole time. The risks we'll just do what have we always do. Been nearly as high. We'll get no, up no, there no, no, and no, we'll no, improvise. No. You will not have a date with this raven thing while my life hangs in the balance as well as yours. Talk him. Talk him. Yes, and. Yes, and. Please. Yes, and. That's what got us into the situation! Exactly! It's what's oh, gonna get okay. us out! Uh-huh. It's gonna get us out. We're just gonna yes and our our lives. How are we gonna yes and a person to death? Yes. And we don't have to kill no, him. We just gotta make him no, laugh, right? No, I don't think you understand the stakes here. I... I don't remember anyone explicitly saying we need to murder anyone. I don't remember that. I don't recall. The mages are very serious people. Okay, they just, they don't talk about death in a joking way. It seemed like everyone was having a good time. I was having a good time. Were you having a good time? Oh, 
Okay. Hey, how'd you get in here? I just walked in. I have diplomatic immunity. Wait a second. There's a loud squawking from the bottom of the stairwell. What? Come with me. The squawking intensifies. Walkum leads. Walkum leads Taco upstairs to the bird feeding area. Oh, okay. All right. You don't have diplomatic immunity. You don't have diplomatic immunity. What do you mean I don't have diplomatic immunity? We're part of the- This land belongs to the feathered ones. Like me. Well, you have diplomatic immunity. Why don't you explain that to the feathered ones? Uh, the raven interrupts. So I hear you want to kill someone. Want is not really the appropriate word. I need to kill someone in order to prevent my death. And welcome, Cecilia. Uh, Cecilia, this this might be a bad time right now. Since when is the scary raven's name Cecilia? Since I came back to life, I chose it myself. Well, it's a very pretty name, and I'm very happy for you two, but we really need to talk about the plan here. First, let's get off this this uh, terrace. Um, I don't know how we're going to do that, seeing as you can't fly. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm here in the avian consulate, and I'm just kind of freaking out here, and I don't feel like any of you are helping me. Where are we at in the scene? Do we have, um, do we go to die for it? I gave Haley a bad dice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, hmm. That could end there if you want, while we're trying to figure out how to get out of the avian consulate. <laughs> Up to you. I mean, like, we could definitely do more here if you wanted. I think it could end... Let's end it. Or, yeah. I think it ends with uh, bird guards bursting through the door to arrest you for trespassing and for sticking out your new, sticking out your tongue at the bird president. Perfect. <laughs> Chancel- Chancellor of all yes, birds. Chancellor of all birds. <laughs> Perfect. They have not arrested you, but they are about to. Okay. Real quick question. Are the birds the only, uh, like, group of animals that have their own, like, diplomatic consulate in uh, Aldovia, or do other groups of animals, too? For, like, efficiency's sake of this story, I'd keep it with just yes. the birds, but it'd be pretty funny if there's, like, others, too. I'm asking too. on a broader yeah. world-building level, not on the specific I think, story I level. think it's just birds in Aldovia, but other mm-hmm. cities have different arrangements. There's definitely a city that has diplomatic relations with tigers. I think there's a political debate whether or not uh, bats should be granted citizenship because they're kind of in the line between humans and birds. (laughs) The birds don't want it. (laughs) The The birds are really against it and the humans could care less. Okay, Rio. Okay. It's time to set a scene as bomb. Alright, so Bomb could not get into the consulate. Um, he, he t- No, Bomb was smart. Right, he just, t- <laughs> he just tagged along to point out the obvious. Um, <laughs> or to point out, yeah, that they have diplomatic immunity, immunity now as agents of uh, his lordship the imbecile. Um, so Bomb, with nothing much else to do, uh, has, has gone off to the municipal prison uh, to check in on how Jubal's holding up. Um, let's see. So, yeah. 
Uh, Dribble's just sitting, looking very sad, looking a little bit worried, too. So he's been escorted back by a guard, and he, he's just got his hands in his the pockets of his very patched britches. Well, how are you getting on, Jubal? The birds are going to eat my eyes. Oh, no, the birds don't. Well, the birds might not eat your eyes. Uh, they... But that's what happened in the play. These, no, these gods extricate you yet. And Lord Thimbusil probably won't let that happen. He'll probably just hang you. Well, I guess that's kind of... No, that's not better. It, Come on, Bomb. He's better than having his eyes pecked out. Oh. Ain't it now? Look on the Wait. bright side. Suddenly see... Jubble's face change. Wait, let me make you a deal, Balm. Oh, who knows? I, last time this happened, <laughs> you stuck me with planning a wedding. Yes, but this time, this deal has something beneficial in it for you. I, I, are you saying I didn't enjoy planning your wedding? Well, it certainly didn't end so well, did <laughs> it? No, no, but... Drawing pains and all, yeah? Like, I, I I, figure, in time, like, I'll I'll get some sway with the church. Okay, fine. What, what is it you need, Jubble? Well, I need your help getting out of here. <laughs> I'd rather not die. And the guard just, the guard standing there just clears his throat. Sorry, sorry, we're just practicing a scene for our show that we're putting on in a few days. Don't worry, I'm not planning on breaking it. <laughs> and the guard says, oh, oh, I understand. Would you would you like some privacy to, to, to work your craft? Yes, yes, to get <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I completely understand. And the guard just shuffles off whistling. Okay, so, and uh, Jubble pulls from one of his the pockets in his uh, overalls a folded piece of a paper that looks very official. You see, I've got Something that could earn you a lot of money. Something that could make everyone know the name of Bombs does. Yeah, I'm fine not... I'm fine with folks not knowing me. But I could do with some money. I could get a... Yeah. I could get a large hat. Like Lord Thimbasil. Yeah, yeah, exactly like Lord Thimbasil. I see you're picking up what I'm laying now, down. Now there's a man with an so, impressive hat. Yes, yes, I am in. Okay, so all I need you to do is um, give me a piece of wire so I can pick this lock, and then distract the guard while I sneak out. I reckon I can do that. <laughs> Here's your wire. I've got it right here. <laughs> all right. He I use... wire and he starts working on the lock. <laughs> I use it to mend the fences. Well, you're going to rebuild the bridge that we used to have between us before I went and burned it. Is that one of them metaphors? Well, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, <laughs> and he, he waddles over to the guard. Say, fellow, uh, we need some advice. We've been, we've been, uh, my friend and me, we've been working on this scene, right? Uh, where, where, where this, this, this right bastard and this real bastard, uh, they have some blood between them. Uh, and they're trying to, to reconcile these differences, all metaphorical-like, you see? And the guard says, oh yes, of course, of course. And, and, uh, and, and this comes, 
by by metaphorically all like breaking breaking the chains that bind, uh, so to speak. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, somebody give Paul a die at your convenience. And uh, and uh, we it's 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 uh it's 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 strong metaphor, but we needs we needs your advice. We needs your advice on how one's uh one should break the chains that bind, metaphorical like, and uh escape uh, the walls that hold all all uh in symbolism. <laughs> uh what what I's to say is that we two players uh we'd like your opinion. <laughs> and and the guard of course, uh being uh a a theater goer like everyone else in this sector of the city, he has opinions on this. And he is more than happy to share them with Bob. <laughs> uh, to the dereliction of any other duty or any other perception he might have. So I got a bad dice. Oh. <laughs> I need to figure out how the scene ends badly for trouble. Because I don't think it's interesting if he just stays in jail. Uh. No, no, what happens is so... This bomb is just continually vamping and buying time. Jubble picks open the lock, sneaks up behind the guard, and yeah, knocks him out. Which is surprising to Bomb and to Jubble and to the guard. None of them really knew that he had that in him. <laughs> um. <laughs> you see what you done there, Jubble? You killed the audience. <sighs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't kill him. I just knocked him out. Right, right. Uh. Oh, no time to check. Let's let's run. <clears throat> all right, all right. <laughs> and he passes Bomb the paper, which um, <laughs> Jubble believes is the birth certificate. I'll leave it up to you whether it is or not. Uh, question that I should know, but I don't. Can Bomb read? I don't. I don't know. think Bomb can read. <laughs> and um, they run. The last shot is they them running out of the front of the prison, being pursued by a bunch of guards. Because <laughs> it turns out there wasn't a back way out. Perfect. So they ran out the front. <laughs> you know, it's like in a stealth game where you try to like get the right solution and not alert any guards. And you try that for like 20 minutes and then you get frustrated and you just run. And you alert all the guards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Except this is the real world where the guards don't return to their normal cycles if you wait a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and all the way, all the way, Bomb is still congratulating Jubble for his knockout performance. It was a knockout breakdown show. It, bre it was a breakout knockdown su knockout success, it was. Wait, that was Bomb's scene, not mine. Oh, shoot. I'll take that bad die. Perfect. Let's see, where do we go next? <laughs> Anyone have a scene they could establish for Jubble? Where would Jubble go? Hmm. Well, to the theater, of course. He he can't go home. He can't go to oh, the church. Oh. But he could blend in with the crowd and take in a show. No, no, no. Jubble's, Jubble's not going to go and blend in the crowd. He'll be easily found there. This is true. However, he's just realized that violence can solve some problems. <laughs> oh, no. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Is this the dumb plan? A stupid plan? Oh, no. Have we tried punching so... people yet? <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait. 
I'd just like to point out. Yes, go he on. punched the guard because he panicked. Yes. No, he's panicked a couple times. Yes. So, Jubble's in a place. Uh, he's left bomb behind because it's too dangerous and he doesn't want to get bomb into trouble. And he's realized that maybe trying to play things by the book and just marrying a bird will not get him out of trouble. <laughs> that the only people who can get themselves out of trouble are the rich and the powerful. And the thing is that he's met Lord Thimblesill, and no one knows what Lord Thimblesill's face looks like, because everyone is distracted by his weird magical hat. So, it's just going to be a simple matter to steal Thimblesill's hat, incapacitate him, and then, as Thimblesill, pardon himself. (laughs) So, the scene is he's sneaks into Thimblesill's manor. Or, no, he comes back to the church for Thimblesill to do his two-step. The afternoon two-step. And Thimblesill is one of the most devoted people there, so he's the only person in the church. Jubble knows this. So Jubble sneaks up to the bell tower. And he sees the bell that he's rung for the last ten years of his life every day. Twice a day. And he moves the bell a little bit, and it clings a little bit, until it is hanging directly over Lord Thimblesill. He pulls out a knife and starts to cut the rope. And I think I want to end the scene there ambiguously, and we will not know how that ended until later. <laughs> okay, I like where that go- where that's going. Yeah, You need to die, though, right? It's a very bad idea, but he did succeed in every part of it up to there. <laughs> well, I got a good dice. <laughs> okay. Which is metagaming a teeny bit just because I didn't want to end up with three black dice and end up with a really good ending for this complete mess. All right. Who is... Whose scene would it be? Evan. Uh, it's mine. Can someone, uh, I'll, I'll resolve one, so can someone set up for me? I don't know. Talkum is about to be arrested by the bird police, and you're right there. I mean, the thing is, I don't, I don't know if Walkum's got a good way out of that uh, in any kind of capacity. (laughs) He's Um, got dual appointment. Let's see here. Or is it dual? Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, not only is he, like, a citizen of the avian court, but he also has diplomatic immunity at the behest of Lord Thimbasil. True. Okay. Um, hmm. Yes, and! Yes, and this is my (laughs) bird slave. They can't understand. uh, Cece, can you you translate for me? She kind of flaps her wings a little bit and gestures and charades a little bit. My bird slave and my bird slave was just coming up here to tell me the time because we need to get going because it's now past four. And that means we need to go. Okay, so Cece translates back. Well, they're going to let you go. 
but you're banned from the bird embassy. What? Why? Because you can't control your minions. Oh my god. I'm gonna have words for the bird for the Chancellor of All Birds later. <laughs> they storm out in a huff, or at least Wacom does. Okay, so we were talking about a plan. Here's the plan. Cece will kill them. It's fine. Don't do you, I don't know what you're so do worried about. You really think it's fine to just kill a person? Yes. I'm not talking to you right now. Cece thinks so. The blood isn't on our feathers, you yeah, know? Yeah, but it's on your girlfriend. If she's fine with it, she's fine with it. Well, we're not... I mean... just There's just an awkward <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I just do fake magic. I don't do any real... I don't do any real things. I don't real kill someone. Well, I know, but you don't have to. You really don't want to do no. this, huh? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I make my business well, doing fake things because fake things don't get people in trouble. Real things are sad. Okay. 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 What if we don't actually kill him? Hear, hear me out. Okay. Okay. I get it. You're, you're really worried. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, okay. We'll go talk to the guy. Yeah? We'll go talk. We'll go talk to what's his name? The, the Pemboid. We'll go talk to him. And he i'll i'll do my thing i'll be a bird and you just like razzle dazzle him and he won't know anything right he'll we'll, we'll get him to run we'll out get of town him to run out of town yeah me and my two talking birds are going to get this wizard who kills people through sadness to run out of town i don't know what you want from me if that's ah, it's better than killing him right that's what that's what you want you don't want to kill him okay Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Cecilia, do not kill anyone. I'm, I swear to God, if you kill somebody. No <laughs> please. Please. If not for me, for Wacom. Uh, call, calling the scene there. <laughs> Haley established that, Evan, so you can grab a dice. Was that a good or bad ending? Oh, right. You're gonna die. Uh, uh, you're all gonna die. You don't have a go bad. Pemboid. Pemboid's gonna kill you. It's possible. Okay, we have two more scenes. And then the aftermath. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, I guess somehow we're going to have to figure out where Pemboid is. And the only person I know who knows Pemboid is Lord Thimbasil. So, we're on the search for Lord Thimbasil, and the last time we saw him was at the church. Okay. Oh no. So I, I think Takum is looking all around the church, can't find him. And it's just as a last ditch effort, goes up to Jubble's room and knocks on the door. And, uh, Lord Thimbasil answers the door. <laughs> Lord, Lord Thimbasil, what are you doing in Jubble's room? Oh, you know, we were just talking through his recent troubles, and, you know, we've, we were, we, we, uh, um, uh. Ah! Is he in? No, no, he made a, a swift exit. There were some problems with the bell, so he had to go fix it, but I, I'm sure that he's going to... I think we managed to reach a suitable arrangement. 
He's not in jail anymore? Yeah, last I heard a double was in jail. No, it's all been a horrible misunderstanding. You see, it's not his fault that he tried to commit tax fraud. It's because of that terrible play that he watched that convinced him it was a bad idea. So actually what's going to happen is we're going to have to go and arrest all those actors, of course. <laughs> that follows! No, wait, what? No, what? That doesn't follow. Why are you arresting actors for For spreading acting? dangerous ideas. Like the idea that you can get a... The, like the idea that if you marry a bird, you cannot have, have tax fraud. This is... This is all very... Why is your voice different? What? My voice is exactly the same as it was before. I swear to God, the, the voice that was coming out of the hat earlier was different. Look, look. It's just because he's been around Jubble this whole time. You know, sometimes speech patterns rub off on every Right, on that's what he sounds like. He sounds like Jubble. Why are you hanging out with Jubble so much? It's the phrasing, huh? Definitely is the phrasing. I don't know what it is. It, it's... You're really messing with my ride vehicles. Anyways, we're looking for Pemboid. Um. Oh, yes, of course, Pemboid. Well, he'll be at the show tonight, of course. Yes, yes. Yes, the no, show no, no, where we I need will a, make my no, big no, announcement. No, 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 no. We need to find him before the show. We have to, um, oh. prepare. Well, you know that Pemboid is a very elusive figure. You know, his performances are rare. No one knows where he lives. Come on, Thimbazil. We're friends, right? Yes, yes, of course we're friends. You know all sorts of things. You gotta know where Pemboid's at, please. Um. Do you want me to kill him or not? I don't want you to kill him, no. Why Why did you interpret that I wanted you to kill him? You see? I, I, in the very first place, this is what I was saying. He doesn't want to... Why would he want to kill somebody? They were having a laugh. They wanted to, he wanted to do comedy. I'm so confused. I could have sworn. I've heard all sorts of things about this Pemboid fella. It always ends with real life death. Well, it's a good thing that you're not going to fight him then. Because that's not what I wanted you to do. <laughs> you see, we're just, do we're just putting on a show. What It'll be fine. I thought we were doing a theater duel. What are we doing? You're just gonna go and perform tonight. It's gonna be fine. It's just gonna, it's gonna be just as good as last night or two nights ago. Oh man, where's my mind gone? So, we're, are we performing with Pemboid? Well, that depends on whether Pemboid shows or not. You know, he's so mysterious and all. I'm really scared of Pemboid. Right. I'm very scared of him. He scares me. Well, we all get scared when we go out on that great stage. That's not why he scares me. <sighs> Talk him. So it's okay. I I feel bad for what I've put you through. So if you really don't want to perform tonight, I cannot make you. I mean, technically I could because I am Lord Thimblesell, but. And you won't kick us out of the troop. No, no, no. You're you're members of the troop for life at this point. Really? Yeah. And we get to keep all the bells and whistles, right? Oh, man, there'll be so many whistles, your ears are gonna bleed. And the bells. Um, whenever you say the word bell, he winces. <laughs>
Are you okay? You seem like you're reacting to something weird. Oh, it's just been it's just been a hard day. Lots of revelations that have recently come to my uh, attention. Ah! Uh, we've taken enough of your time. I talk them. Sure. All right. Thanks, Thimbasil. <sighs> I'll see you tonight. I hope you'll at least come see the show, if not perform. There's, uh, there's important things that will happen there. Important things. Yes, things that might be relevant to your life. Ah! We appreciate the invitation! Yeah, thank you, Lord Thimbasil, and I bow. Walk and bows, too. Uh, so, oh, boy. Can, I, can I add a brief epilogue to that scene? Yes. So as they exit, they notice that Bomb is, has returned to the chapel, and he's holding his broom and just shaking his head at the bell lying in the middle of the chapel floor. Uh, no, I thought the cracked bell was gone. Oh, okay. I think Jebel had already moved it somewhere. Okay, never mind. Because otherwise that would be incriminating, you know? A little bit. I I wouldn't put it past them to miss it. No offense. No, we're very scared. Okay, we have we have one more scene. <laughs> oh boy. Whose scene is it's it? It's yours. Oh boy. And okay. Last dice is wild, whether it's a good or bad ending to the scene. It'll count All right. as a bad dice for the end for the aftermath, but for the ending of the scene, it can go either way. Okay, so um, Bomb is where he always is on the evening of a performance. He is he is in the crowd, and and he has a bad feeling about things. He doesn't know why. He just he just gets this this sense that uh that everyone is not. Where they need to be, uh, he he has a sense of unease, both about uh, things in general, but especially about the show. He 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 has a sense for shows. He's seen a lot of them, and he has a bad sense of this one. Okay, like like when people don't know their lines. Mm-hmm. He he has the feeling that people don't know their lines and that cues are about to be missed. Where are Walkum and Talkum? We went, right? We had to go. I went very reluctantly, because Walkum convinced me to go. Thimple still invited us. I know, but I also just, I really, I... He seemed weird, and I don't trust it when people are all of a sudden weird. You know, that's fair. But we're still going. Okay. Um... Where is Jubal? Is Jubal at the show? Uh, yes. Jubal is on the stage. Good. And is Thimbasil at the show? Yes, they are the same person right now. I, I, I know. I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was trying to play it off. Um, so Jubal is not there. No, Jubal is nowhere to be seen. Jubal is nowhere to be seen, and this distresses Bomb, because it's been a long time uh, since he's got a show without his good friend. Um, but he's relieved to see that the, the goodly Lord Thimbasil has has reappeared. And uh, and uh, this, this re-encourages him. So, despite the fact that his friend is not there and he has a sense of foreboding, Bomb suddenly starts to feel better at ease about things. And then, scanning the crowd behind him, 
he notices two of the stars of this evening's performance are hiding in the crowd. <laughs> and this, 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 this just will not do. So he begins to make his way back to walk him and talk him. Hey, hey, what are you doing? You need to be backstage. You've got a duel to fight. No, 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 no. To perform. No. What we were, we got cut from the show. We're not going to be in the show. We got cut. I, I. We're guests this time. Who's? So who's performing across from Pemboy? They they have not had time to change these programs. Uh, it's just it's all Pemboy. It's just the Pemboy show. And and with this, the color just drains from Bomb's face. Oh no, <laughs> no 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 no. I've I've heard stories, and uh uh oh no. We need to get back. Get get back get, get back, back where Pemboy. Pemboid on stage alone? We're all going to die. What do you mean? Why would we all die? die? We're all going to die. It's Pemboid's magic, they say. Uh, Thimblesill announces from the stage. Before the show starts properly, I have a few important announcements to make. No, no, no. Okay. So, the way I heard it, Pemboid's magic... His dark magic amplifies his sadness and directs it onto whoever he's performing across from, killing them instantly. K- killing, killing them instantly. But what you suppose would happen if there was no one standing across from Pemboid, no powerful actor in their own right? What if Pemboid were to give a one-man show? Oh, Takum, I'm so sorry. We're all going to die! But we can't... That, I mean, there must be... Maybe he'll call up a volunteer. You don't know. Maybe he'll have a... a talk him. Talk him. I would advise you to stop talking, and I think we should leave. I could still kill him. We should leave. No. We're not killing him. Wait. Wait. Cece could kill him. We could save everybody here. Do we know if Cece can kill him? I know. <laughs> she knows. She knows. And you would be fine dating somebody who killed someone. I mean, yeah. <laughs> She's she be a hero. So, so Bomb really has, he's really fallen into his directorial flair now. Uh, he, he's been coaching dance. He's been debating the finer points of scenes with prison guards. And, and, and he's, he's watched theater his entire life. So he's really fallen into his, his own He's like, all right, let me set the scene. <laughs> you two's Contra Pemboid and Cece in the shadows swooping out to deliver the final blow. But, 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 this is important. It's a magic duel, see? So the crowd won't be convinced... If you don't wave your hands around, see? You have to summon the bird from the shadows with these two hands and some swooping of Wacom here, see? Alright. Don't we just wanna So I have Don't we to just wanna kill him though? No no no. If you just kill him you you'll be disqualified. You'll never perform at this town again. 
don't yous know anything about <laughs> theater duels? We we don't we don't get let in. So we need to perform one last hat trick. <laughs> Bomb just nods enthusiastically. Says you got it. If you would, a third hat trick. A, and I know just the volunteer. Um, you've all had this conversation. Um, completely ignoring what Thimble still has to say. Meanwhile, he's announced to the crowd that he's legitimizing his two bastard children, who will hopefully still get up the nerve to appear on stage later tonight. Um, he's also absolving Jubble Bellringer of all supposed crimes and calling for the arrest of all uh, actors who produce stories that harm the morals of those who watch them. <laughs> oh no. That's very vague. Yes. State censorship. <laughs> but that happened while you guys were having that conversation. Great. Right. And he says, all right, without any further ado, I present the tragic wizard, Pemboid. May I? Yeah. So Pemboid takes the stage. <laughs> er, real quick, do we want to roll for our aftermath first to see how this all shakes out? Or do you want to keep going in the scene? Uh, let's draw it. I think we'll know in one moment how it all ends. Okay. So Pemboid takes the stage, and Pemboid would be angry. Uh, because because Pemboid is above all other things an artist. And and the fact that his, his co-stars for this evening uh, didn't have the nerve to rehearse with him, let alone show up, uh, has has really ticked him off because now, Pemboid has to shake off the dust on his one man show, uh, without really any preparation. He has to do it from memory. <laughs> uh, so Pemboid takes the stage, um, and and his one man show, of course, begins with the line, "I was never sure if my parents loved me," <laughs> and suddenly. A chill falls over the crowd. Um, and people people are suddenly uh, deeply, oh, no. deeply uncomfortable, and they're not sure what they're watching. Um, and and uh, a chill just sweeps through the building, and and people people feel rooted to their seats, uh, and deeply, deeply uncomfortable. Um, and they've all felt this way before, because they've all watched amateur improv, and they've all seen one-man shows. But suddenly they begin to feel something else, um, as Pemboy continues, uh, rather than, than, than just sheer discomfort, they begin, they begin to feel sad. <laughs> the weight of Pemboy's show, uh, uh, begins to claw its way up inside them, uh, and it's cold. And and the room begins to darken as Pemboy continues, talking about uh, his somewhat mediocre childhood, which was nonetheless unfulfilling. Uh, and this is where we return, we should return, I think, uh, to our ragged cast of performers who are now sneaking backstage. Is this where we roll the dice? I don't know, we can or we can keep doing this scene. I think so. But I'm good with rolling the dice here. Yeah, I think we should roll the dice. 
I think that that's a, ba- a bad ending to mm-hmm. that scene because Ben Boyd is not a good thing to have perform. Um, well, I was thinking we we have our characters take the stage and execute their plan, and whether or not it succeeds is the climax of the scene. Whether or not they can kill him. Right. Okay. Or or otherwise stave off this impending doom. Yeah, let, let's see your plan in action. I would love that. So wait, did we roll already? No, not yet. Let's have you guys do the scene. Per- do your performance first. Okay. Uh, so how about... How about, uh... Walk him and talk him enter. Right on Pemboy's li- Pemboid's line... And it seemed to feel that I was becoming the prince of my own castle of misery. All right. <laughs> ah, I'm a bird. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Sorry for our late entrance. We are Walkum and Talkum in this raven bird thing that we brought back to life. I have seen more than your mortal eyes will ever comprehend. <laughs> and the crowd, as crowds do. Uh, when tension is broken instantly by a knife, bursts into laughter. Yes. And suddenly they, the audience onlooking, they begin to feel warm again. <laughs> like spring has come to their very souls and their very hearts. All right, all right, good crowd tonight. All right, <laughs> so we're going to need a volunteer with an especially big hat. Big hat! <laughs> Jubble does not volunteer. <laughs> or sorry, Lord Thimblesill does not volunteer this time. I sh- um. I shoot daggers over at Lord Thimblesill. So <laughs> so Bomb is standing. He's watching now from backstage and he's nodding. He's like, "That's it. They've got it. Laughter is the only way to defeat <laughs> Pemboid." <laughs> and and he and he looks around. He he starts checking his pockets. His his somewhat underimpressive large hat is still in his pocket. <laughs> so he shrugs and carries it out on stage. The, this wasn't the hat that I was intending, but it will do. All right. <laughs> it's a fine hat. It's a it's a fine hat. It's a beautiful hat. I like your hat. And and the crowd laughs at what is truly a sad and dismal hat. So this is just an ordinary hat, a beautiful hat, may I add. As we see, there is nothing in it, and I shake it. <laughs> and a pair of garden clippers fall out. There is nothing in it but this ordinary pair <laughs> of garden clippers, which I'm sure belongs to a wonderful fellow. <laughs> and the crowd laughs at the shabby gardener. Well... So there's nothing in this hat except for the garden clippers, but we already went over that. So, watch and behold, as I present to you, and then I have Wacom pull out our special surprise. Uh, yeah, Wacom pulls out uh, Cecilia. Uh, and I think we should roll here. Yes, we because should roll may- here. Because, because it's possible that Cecilia has departed this realm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That would th- oh, no. that would be great. <laughs> That'll be really sad. All right, so roll your pool of dice. Same, same calculation as before. Oh boy, that's not not that's not a good number for me. Oh wait, sorry, I rolled real dice. 
Oh, not a good number. <laughs> Let me roll mine. <laughs> Sorry, shouldn't. If you want to re-roll those, because I. Uh, I'll I'll take them. I'll take them. So I ended up with um three black as my total. Uh, I think mine is negative one. So yeah, so one black. Five, five plus. Yeah. Hey. Minus two. Okay, so it's going to end okay for all of one person. <laughs> <laughs> so if you look at the corresponding aftermath table, it will tell you how things end up for your character. So I ended up with black three. So I got harsh. <laughs> Shit in a bag, harsh. A lifetime of medication, harsh. A big black cloud of hurt is going to rain all over you. The things that need to happen are not going to. Simple as that. Black one. Horrible. You are probably dead. Other people, probably innocent people, are as well. There is no justice. There is no mercy. Everything is utterly painfully oh, screwed. No. And all of it. And it. And it is all. All of it. Your fault. Black two. Brutal. Wounds that will never heal. For starters, stuff sawed off, blown off, or burned off on your way to grand ignominious failure. Kiss whatever you care about. Goodbye. You may die, but you may not. Uh, white five. Uh, miserable. You are humiliated in a big public way, and whatever reputation you once had is now in dirty pieces all around you. You'll never think of these days without a shudder of horror at your own aggressive stupidity. Wait, are you sure you had white five, Haley? think so unless because, i counted wrong because you got two sixes plus a five. oh i whoops i counted wrong so you actually got white <laughs> 13 oh okay never mind scratch that i counted the wrong dice so i got a white 13 fan fucking tastic it's fat times ahead safe and secure the thing that would make your life better oh you got it absolutely and then some and then some more. Enjoy it. I've got an idea. So I think Cecilia just explodes. <laughs> nice. And and I think it's I think it's definitely Bomb's fault. Uh because of whatever was in his hat aside from garden clippers. It's in his name, after all. <laughs> um Right. I think so this explosion obviously hurts everyone on stage. Probably knocks Pemboid off of his act, which is good. You know, saves the lives of the or, people or, watching. Or, wait, wait. Uh, Cecilia flies into Pemboid and they both explode. Yes. Uh, because she did say that she could kill yes. him. Yes. Um, and, and in Miracle of All Miracles... <laughs> uh, Takum is just thrown clear and unharmed. Nice. Wakum, <laughs> um. not so fortunate, takes the brunt of the blast. <laughs> and Bomb is vaporized instantly. Um. <laughs> Wait, was Bomb on? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yes. His yes. On stage, of course. Let's see. In a last moment of panic, Jumble thought, maybe I should do the right thing and knock him <laughs> Stands up, and the hat is blown off of his head. Revealing that, oh, wait, that's just Jubble Bellringer. Hey, didn't that guy break out of prison? <laughs> and people are angry and sad and terrified. And they see one person to blame for everything and, that's happening. And the dead tonight. people in the front three rows. There's some collateral damage. 
I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know if I want to kill civilians with the end of this. Uh, no, talk of ending is very happy, and I wanted everybody to be okay. <laughs> but oh, okay. Well, well, black, uh, black one is you are probably dead. Other people, probably innocent people, are as well. So we cannot kill civilians. Uh. Penboid is probably dead. Is Penboid innocent? I don't know. No. Uh, but you know, that's three people dead, yeah. which I think is enough. I don't want to have a massive body count from this, you know? That's fair. So, but yeah. So Jubble's hat is knocked off, and everyone sees exactly one person to blame for what's happened. Everyone was like, oh wait, that's the guy who rings the bell, and oh wait, didn't you hear that bell go crashing down? And, you know, uh, Thimblesill was acting weird, like, all the last day. So, yeah, they, they bring justice into their own hands, and Jubble has... I don't know if Jubble's put to death. I think Jubble is more run out of town. So the last thing we do for this game, if we want, is we can have epilogue scenes for our characters. And if your character's dead, you can still do flashbacks with those epilogue scenes. And when you do one of them, you put one of your dice back in the middle. And generally, good dice correspond to good scenes, bad dice to bad scenes. But you, but you don't have to follow that. And you start each scene with, this is. So yeah, I'll start. Uh, could I, could I amend that slightly? Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So this is that scene that I just described. And specifically... The look on Jubble's face as he realizes that if he just stayed seated, he would have gotten away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that... And We can do these in any order. Okay. And you don't need to use all of your dice if you don't have enough scenes so wait sorry i think i'm i think i'm missing something are we playing the scene that you just said or is it sort of left at that sentence it's left at that something and you can just you know brief bits of narration basically where do these characters go after okay gotcha okay i've got one uh here lies bomb groundskeeper of the liblowak church uh he was buried on the grounds uh that he tended so poorly uh and his headstone is inscribed um, with the symbology of the theater, which he loves so dearly. Beside him uh, lies the nameless body of a man who was found in the chapel sh uh, shortly after the events which transpired at the playhouse. In a bit of tragic comedy, uh, Baum now lies next to the man uh, he and life never knew as his father. Uh, but as they join the great dance in the beyond together, uh, Bomb, Bomb's spirit, knows a good degree of happiness. I'm throwing one of my good die into the pile. And I guess I sort of killed Thimbasil. He was already dead. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, this is right after the performance. Counting the wounded and the dead... People are absolutely shocked. Pemvoid is gone. That weird raven thing is gone. <laughs> um, Some random gar gardener who donated their hat is gone. But what they see standing is so is Takum, unscratched, just staring at the crowd, 
unsure of what's going to happen when everybody roars in applause and starts shouting her name <laughs> in the crowd as the best magician that ever lived. And an additional scene. This is after Lord Thimbacil's body was found in an unmarked grave. Lord Thimbacil's no longer dead. They had to elect a new leader for the acting troupe. Being the best magician that they've ever saw perform on stage, they elect Takum as the new Lord, Lord Takum. And, of course, Takum, do they know that she's his only heir? Oh, that's true. Also that. <laughs> I, I don't know if they'd be able to know that, because that birth certificate got wiped out by bomb. With bomb. Oh, yeah. With bomb. <laughs> by a bomb with bomb, yes. Um, okay, I got one. Uh, this is that scene um, where, uh, after succumbing to grievous injury, uh, Waka wakes up inside the staff of Eldritch Horror, uh, surrounded by emerald green light, um, able to see the faint reflections of, uh, I think the inside of the the magic shop, uh, and with a growing, ominous, evil voice growling all around. Oh no. Ooh, that's not so good. Brutal. <laughs> I think this is Jubble sitting in a dingy inn working on a manuscript of a book about the evils of actors and acting. <laughs> That's what he's devoted his life to. And then this is Jubble several years later being arrested for tax fraud on all the money he made from his best selling book. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Let's see. I have one more good die. Um this is the Shora, the much longer life of Brimstuz, uh who took the name uh a let's see, a bastard who took the name of his predecessor, the groundskeeper, uh at the Libluac Church. Stuz lived a completely uneventful life and died in his old age. <laughs> this is uh Wacom being reincarnated from the staff's <laughs> powers uh, into a, yeah, a hedgehog. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say reincarnated into a raven two weeks ago. Oh, it's a time-traveling staff. Nah, it's going to be a hedgehog. <laughs> this is Takum reuniting with Wacom, the reincarnated hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> That might be my favorite sentence for this entire game. Yeah. Um, cannon. Uh, Wacom is is now immortal. His spirit lives in the staff and replaced whatever was in there, and he gets to see the end of the world. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're done. Unless anyone has anything left. That sounds good to me. Not bomb done. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think the last thing we see is back in the aftermath of that explosion, 
smoke rising up in the air, and we watch the smoke rise into the air, and we see the spirits of Bomb and um, Thimblesill rise into the air.